0: Hello, good morning, good afternoon, welcome back wherever you are today and whatever you are doing or if this is your first time, I'm delighted you found us. Matthew Grant here and I am back today talking to Ben Huckle, CEO and co-founder of Send Technology Solutions with a guest appearance from Sarah Sutton, Send's Chief Marketing Officer. Now we've known Send for a while and watched with admiration as a team won its first client, one of the largest UK insurers. The company has more than 60 employees now, and you'll hear about some of the other insurers it's working with in a moment. And in a world that can get a bit obsessed by funding amounts, it's worth noting that Sen's growth is all funded from revenue. More from Ben and Sarah in a moment. Many thanks if you've been in contact about the podcast with your feedback and positive words of support. If you do have any ideas for ways to make our discussions better or ideas you've seen elsewhere, we are always open to those. We're also always interested to know if we're saying too much Or too little, going too fast or too slow. Although if it sounds like I'm racing ahead just now, you may want to check your podcast speed settings. One of our good friends said he had found one episode very quick uh, and then apologised later because he found he'd been listening to it at one and a half times normal speed without realising. And finally, if you want to pitch us on your CEO or client as a guest, then we welcome that. But just a reminder that we do give preference to our corporate members as guests. We've got 162 corporate members now all around the world, one third of which are insurers and brokers, and the others are driving innovation with new technology and products. But with our growing team, we have lots of room to welcome more of you to join us and get the benefits of tapping into what we are seeing, and of course, to help you share your stories. Contact me, Matthew Grant, on LinkedIn or any of us, hello at instec.london. Okay, let's hear it from Ben. Ben, welcome. I've really been fascinated by what you've been doing with Send over the last few years, and in particular, how you've managed to develop the relationships with some of the companies you've been talking with. We're going to talk a bit more about that in a minute. But you are CEO, co-founder of Send, and you were founded in 2017, and you're working with some major global insurance companies, as you describe it, helping reshape, enhance, and streamline their processes, all which are really important today. Um, Well, welcome. Uh, Five years on uh, and some real clients. I think that means you've moved beyond startup to scale up now. Are we allowed to call you a scale up or do you still consider yourself a startup?
1: Uh, Yes, definitely in the scale up space now.
0: We'll dig more into what you're doing just now and and how the business has grown since you started off with your key original offering. But you were working with Matt McGrillis and Andy Moss, uh, what was then exchanging, it's now DXC. So you've actually had a first-hand experience Uh, probably got some battle scars implementing major systems for insurers what was it that motivated you to strike out back in 2017 and to set up your own business
1: we were quite frustrated with the software available uh, the lack of options and and how unnecessarily difficult it all was really we asked two two fundamental questions really the first was why is this so difficult and the second is is there a better way we didn't really see technology as a barrier we saw it as an enabler and I think um, if companies are, are seeing technology not providing the competitive advantage that they're expecting then, then they're probably using the wrong technology and, and the wrong technology provider. I, I guess ultimately we thought we could make a difference.
0: What was it that you've sort of brought to bring a building sand that made you be able to feel you could do it better than what was out there already?
1: Quite a lot of the organisations were focused on on bringing products into their estate, um, rather than actually looking at what the business value of those products was. So, um, we, we approached it from a de- very very different approach, which was to actually look at the business problems the organisations were trying to solve, and then create capability to actually solve those problems.
0: What was your first? Was it, I think it was a first product, or was it maybe the first solution you configured around your clients? need that you started off by offering
1: our first client was a, a leading global insurer one of the, one of the uk's top five composites the organization had had initiated a, a multi-vendor uh, request for proposal um, for an extensive transformation project uh, they they really wanted to find a, a way to become more agile accurate uh, and profitable and they had a number of, of legacy challenges and bottlenecks in their in their underlight underwriting systems I guess ultimately they wanted to to regain control over their underwriting and risk management. We provided the vision and strategy that gave a full view of what an effective underwriting workbench could be. And you used an interesting term there, gain control. Can you just explain what that meant in practice? Gaining control in that context means understanding some of the data that they had within their system, uh, being able to use that data to make The right decisions at the right time, uh, and fundamentally gaining control of uh, of their operations to support their growth strategy and their ambitions overall. And so
0: you at that stage had no clients. You were competing against some big names out there. You clearly, as individuals, had experience. But that's a big deal. This is a big company. They're putting a lot at stake. Mm -hmm. Going with you. What do you think it was that led them to choose you versus one of the more established people that could have, in theory, done this?
1: Well, I think we approached it in a very different way. We we didn't lead with with product. We led with solving real business problems. And each time that we we met with the organisation, we took away their specific challenges, uh, and didn't come back with analysis. We came back with fully working software. Um, I, and I don't think any of the uh, the other larger competitors were addressing the challenges quite so directly. Uh, they they were providing point solutions, but no one really had a SaaS offering bringing bringing all of those capabilities together. And I think also part of it was was the three founders ourselves. We we had a background in technology, but also we, we're we very knowledgeable in the insurance domain.
0: I'm kind of interested to know how that went. I know you, you're, you're not able to mention the company, but that procurement process, because there's lots of boxes to be ticked and things to be done. Clearly, you've got a solution that was more fitting with their needs. but was that whole process was just like really complicated and, and, and long or was there something else you know from their point of view from this company's point of view that they did recognizing that if as a big organization you're going to work with a new organization you can't expect the same kind of level of rigor on a procurement process because you are by definition taking a risk with somebody that's, that's new.
1: Initially we put forward I guess a smaller part of the overall implementation project. Uh, And we put forward SendConnect, which is our our integration, routing, and transformation platform, which sits at the heart of our our systems. Uh, And that would be the glue that that sticks all the systems together. And it's designed really to simplify system integration with APIs and and pre-built connectors. And what started as a data integration project for us on, on that RFP uh, turned into the whole transformation piece, and ultimately uh, resulted in us in us being awarded the, the entire contract.
0: So, just to recap on that: so you went and initially your project, you were delivering the glue, so to speak. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, so presumably, the kind of threshold for getting in there was a bit lower, albeit critical, and then. Once you uh, once you got in there, they realised you realised there was a bigger opportunity, and then, as you said at the end, there you were awarded the the larger project. So, just is it possible to get a sense of scale about what you've been doing with them over the last few years, just to give people a sense of what it, you know what it is to be working
1: with a large organisation? We went live with 20 lines of open market business, uh, supporting submission to bind within a year. Uh, and we now process over a billion dollars worth of gross written premium per annum on our platform for that organization. And we've expanded the platform functionality beyond pre-bind uh, into the post-bind market as well.
0: And then talking around products, so you mentioned SendConnect. You, I believe, offer an underwriting workbench. Can you just talk a little bit about what, you know, what that original product or the starting point of SendConnect has evolved into in terms of what you're now offering other organizations today?
1: SendConnect was all about integration, so it was all about an integration first approach because typically that was the barrier that we were encountering for the adoption of technology. Underwriting Workbench is built on that core capability, uh, and it's a cloud-based commercial insurance platform that supports and facilitates the underwriting process from submission to bind. I think you could think of it as a, as a one-stop desktop for underwriters where data intelligence, decision points, and, and documentation all align. So there's a single place that underwriters go uh, to perform their, their activities, and it supports all of the processes uh, and the way that they uh, actually like to work the underwriters, to some extent,
0: they don't really care about the technology, they just want to know how they're going to get their job done. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, from that point of view, how do you make it easier for the underwriter just to to get to the core of their business without having to think too much about the technology they've got in front of them?
1: Underwriters really just want to get on with what they love, underwriting risk, Uh, and the risk landscape um, changes fast. Underwriters are under a lot of pressure to earn new business, retain existing business and and ultimately to make profitable portfolio decisions and our system addresses this uh, it takes uh, the, the stress out of the underwriting process if you look at the wider market the, the post bind market has been well served with traditional technologies uh, and and your recent innovation theme survey this year found that it that it's the pre-bind market where innovation is really happening uh, and and we found that companies are allocating budget to, to drive underwriting efficiencies and and work smarter as a result of that
2: hi simran here I'm the marketing assistant, and I want to remind you that our next event, Instec All Sorts, is happening on the 27th of April at Codenode. The Instec team will be joined on stage by established members with news to share, as well as startups who will tell us more about their propositions, plans and needs. You can register on the Instec website, and I look forward to seeing you there.
0: What kind of examples can you give just to bring this whole technology to life and help people visualize how it works, even if they're just listening to us and can't see
1: some slides? There are a number of ways that our platform makes underwriters lives easier. The first is automation really, so non-value add tasks for underwriters typically uh, take up somewhere between 40 and 50% of their time and you know actually talking to under Ice we found it's more like 80% of the time uh, depending on depending on the organizations you speak to uh, and so we automate things that that they do at the moment things like rekeying the tracking of work and the manual processes that that they have to get involved with um, we also um have this maxim of capturing data once and and having a single source of truth the final part of that automation story is, is to utilize advanced technology to, to do a lot of the heavy lifting and automate some of those administrative in, uh, uh, intensive tasks. And so, for example, we use, we use artificial intelligence and machine learning to facilitate the ingestion of, of unstructured data into the system. So things like schedules of values. Secondly, adoption. As I mentioned at the start, we, we started with an idea that Integration is the pathway to easy adoption. And our system is easy to adopt. It's easy to use. It's easy to scale. We're an agile company. So we demo every two weeks. Uh, We've got high levels of engagement with the business and great user feedback. Another massive part of our story is that Insurance is, is conversational in, in nature, uh, and we've got a what we call a non-linear workflow that supports that organic flow of conversation for writing insurance business, and users love that flexibility. The third point is the speed so underwriters are are typically they're overwhelmed with data there's there's more data than they can probably cope with and certainly unable to interact with it in a sensible manner so our platform helps organize frame interpret and display that data and that speed is essential for for decision making for the underwriters Uh, and really it allows underwriters to lead with forward visibility
0: and i've heard you also refer to composable technology and i think i know what that means but could you just explain what you mean by that, just to make sure we get that one right?
1: I think at its heart, composable means built for change. So insurers today, they, they need a better architecture, better equipped for change. And composable technology is the answer to this. So y- you've seen this in the banking industry uh, over, the, over the last number of years. Um, and insurance is, is just starting to get to the position where it's an option. So building blocks that the insurers need, uh, they need to become more flexible. They need a fluid, pluggable, scalable platform that means they're no longer locked into to rigid systems. They should be able to pick and choose interchangeable components to rapidly assemble an offering which actually delivers against a business problem that they're experiencing. And it really provides the resilience to cope with a dynamic market and, and the flexibility for organisations to make change as often as they need to
0: people often talk about lego and the building blocks of lego and how flexible that is but actually what you're doing is that's not a good analogy because the way you're building your technology is is either your components can plug in or other components can plug in so the the best i can think of which is not not great but it's a three amp plug and lots of people build three amp plugs We've we've got sockets in our houses you're kind of building the platform that allows either your components be plugged in or somebody else's components or analytics or models or data, I guess, that the underwriters are or your clients are already using can can plug into that platform as well. Is that, is that a, uh, a sort of fair way of describing it?
1: We are agnostic about the services that, that organizations use because uh, because of a number of reasons, but fundamentally they may have invested a lot of money in them, uh, and some of them are absolutely fantastic. We don't want to force organisations to use our software for everything. Uh, the reality is that if you're able to take the best of breed from lots of those different areas, then absolutely, uh, what you end up with is a, is a system where all your data is completely joined up, uh, and you've got the best of both worlds.
0: Yeah, and I guess that also helps because this whole issue about companies have got legacy, and it's expensive it's probably impossible in practice to come off one legacy system move on to a new system without a a very long handover it sounds like you're effectively allowing people to do this step by step in a way that they they can evolve rather than have to close down one system and start with something brand new is that right
1: And we probably go a little bit further than that. So even within our system, there's the ability to upgrade and move parts of the system independently of one another. So actually, you know, we really do provide that flexibility. And and the options that go with that mean that organizations can start to evolve their larger, uh, their wider ecosystem at at a rate which they're comfortable with.
0: We hear the term low code, no code use. We've ourselves done a report on it. How do you think of low-code or no-code with regards to what you're doing with Sandy? Are you building that capability in there or presumably it can work with other people that are providing low-code or no-code environments?
1: What we're driving towards is a position where actually uh, organizations can install uh, and configure our software through those those types of low-code tools. Um, But it's important to understand that you know, that, that sort of no code platform, um, will only get you so far. And so, so we, we probably have a bit of both in there at the moment, but there's definitely a drive from us to provide that low code capability so that our partner organizations can, can help deliver for some of the larger players within, within the insurance domain.
0: And that last point about partner organizations, of course, is a critical one because these days most, insurance organizations or what will look for a system integrator to work with them so it sounds like you're you're working with system integrators or if companies choose to go down a route of just working with you directly they can install this and configure it just working directly
1: with you and their own teams we work with a variety of different businesses and and that could be established reinsurers uh MGA's established and startup and I think yeah we we have global system integration partners so we work with Accenture NTT Data and uh, and we've developed a partner enablement model that allows us to focus more on more on the product uh, and and our partners to enable the delivery.
0: It's also interesting to see or hear that you're working across that whole range of organizations so you you've got your large UK composite insurer I, I know you're working with some reinsurers you're also you're working with MGA so you, scale or size for you is not a barrier in terms of the size of the client you, you're open to doing business with I guess most people and, and what about and geographies as well are you constrained by geography
1: we're not constrained by geography at all and, and we work with all sizes and shapes of company we can go into a very small MGA uh, and an enterprise level organization and have a massive impact and the ability to deliver real growth within their organizations.
0: And Ben, you've referred here to sort of companies in the abstract. I know it's difficult often to get companies to name who they're working with, but are, are there any other companies that you can actually reveal who you are working with?
1: I can yes. So so we announced in January our go live with Bowhead Specialty. So they're a startup specialty provider in the US, uh, and we also uh, signed uh, Renaissance Reinsurance at the start of 2022. Um, there are a number of other organisations that we we look forward to being able to uh, to announce later in the year as well.
0: Well, congratulations on on both those. But Renaissance Re in particular, uh, I've known them for many years. Know many of their people there. They've think very hard and have got very high standards about technology and analytics so that in itself is an endorsement and i'm delighted they've allowed you to use their name i would encourage anybody else listening who is uh who is working with send uh and your organization has not yet allowed them to mention you please do lobby internally because i think it's, it's a great help on on both sides and then sarah you've been very patiently listening in as we go you're responsible for Marketing at, at Send, if people want to learn more about what the company's doing, I mean, as we've heard, there's, you've been evolving very quickly. There's a lot going on out there. What's, the, what's the best way to, to really understand in, in some more detail about how, how Send is helping its clients or can help other companies?
2: The best thing really is just visit us at send.technology. Um, and I just highly recommend people book a demo. Um, and it's the best way to see the platform in action. Uh, you know, this this is shaping up to be our biggest uh, year yet, and we are going to be growing our presence uh, internationally, and we're going to be taking on some real exciting global businesses, and um, and launching some new products. Um, and hopefully, Matthew, we'll be able to um, talk to you again later in the year and give you an update on that development. But for now, I think if anyone's interested, just for up technology and, and book a demo.
0: I definitely recommend that. I, I think sometimes companies these days can get too caught up in the thought leadership and be a little bit shy about selling and showing people what they've actually got and i saw your demo and it certainly for me really brought to life what you're doing so i would definitely re- recommend that and we'll put the link there on the episode notes and certainly look forward to more that's going on uh ben is there anything specific that you you can share with us now about what we should be expecting to see later on this year
1: We are in scale-up mode, so we will be building out our exec. I I think product-wise, there will be continuous improvement in the underwriting workbench. We'll be launching our integrated uh, pricing component uh, and a policy admin workbench view, uh, as well as a claims workbench, so very, very busy for us. And I think, finally, more brand visibility, uh, particularly in the U.S., will be one of our major uh, goals for this year.
0: And I'm sure, talking about demos, you're now... Uh, enjoying giving demos face to face rather than doing everything yes. over, over Zoom. I'm sure you can use a bigger screen and show off all the fantastic functionality you've got. I've asked a lot of questions. Uh, I'm just going to bounce back to you, Sarah, to see if there's anything else you'd want to add in there before we, uh, before we wrap this up. So, Sarah, have we missed anything or anything else that people should be, uh, aware of about Send?
2: I think it's helpful to just talk about how Send's evolved. You know, we started as an integration specialist, as Ben mentions with Send Connect. And we then created the underwriting workbench for the pre-bind market. And that's what our first customer bought. But we have evolved and we've evolved rapidly over time. We've got what we're now calling the connected workbench, which serves the pre-bind and post-bind markets. And that really came about because all of our customers developed a wider appetite. For the underwriting workbench they all wanted additional functionality so our, our newer solutions include integrated pricing doc gen uh, delegated authority and and coming soon we've got policy admin and claims so we're moving more towards this holistic sas platform that enables you know a real uh, single system of record
0: yeah and to my earlier point that really comes to life when you've got some quite good ways of showing it on the website but it actually really comes to life when you see it in action um, on the screen for, for real, and and then we're delighted to have you as a member of Instec. Yeah, so you've got a strong background in in marketing. Uh, I'd be delighted to know what it was that yeah, in fact, still a fairly early stage in the company, led you to support us and join us as a member.
2: We've got a really strong, I guess, technology heritage in our in our company, and we've got this really strong growth curve bringing the right things to the right people at the right time. And that's what we found really um, appealing about about Instect in that you've got, um, you know, a wider uh, community. Um, and uh, it just felt like a really good fit for us to be working with you. You know, we're, we're also in scale-up mode as you are. Um, so there's a community of like-minded people trying to solve some of the most significant problems in the marketplace. And working with Instect really just gives us the visibility, but importantly, just allows us to meaningfully contribute
0: that's great well thank you for that and now we're back to face to face Sarah you haven't received your invitation yet you might have got it by the time this goes live but we're doing a, a breakfast for People in marketing and technologies we're working with uh, and then Ben look out because we're also going to be doing uh, a little event for uh, founders and, and uh, CEOs of technology companies. So, you know, really enjoying just getting a sort of smaller group together from some of our larger events and, and really just talking about some of the, the themes of the day. So thank you very much for your support. I've you know, certainly learned a lot from working with you and it's really uh, it's really inspiring, actually, to see an organization like yourselves where you've gone out and do things the old fashioned way, you know, make make revenue, build a business, bring some people in and uh, and yeah, out there working with companies all around the world. It's uh, yes, yeah, it's, it's really, really impressive. So thank you very much.
2: Thank you, Matthew.
0: Very interesting company, Send. Definitely worth a look at a demo of what they're offering. And if you're looking for just one thing to remember about Send after you've listened to this, here it is from Ben.
1: We believe we've got the most advanced underwriting workbench on the market, supporting both pre and post-bind business. And Send has brought a fresh new way of thinking and delivering to the market. We are different, and if you want a fresh perspective, come and speak to Send.
0: Okay, I think we're done now, aren't we? Everything we do and most of what you know, you can find on the website, www.instec.london or contact us directly, hello at instec.london.